Another beautiful day in Melbourne. There's not a cloud in the sky from my vantage point. I'm looking around and I cannot see one. This is how I thought yesterday was going to be. And I was working outside yesterday. And it was not like this at all. I had my shorts on, my t-shirt, and I was freezing. It was overcast, it was threatening rain. But I still managed to spray paint all the, um, well, most of the the chassis that you could see of the uh, camper trailer so I'd accidentally sprayed some of it matte black just when I was touching up an area of overspray and when I went out the next morning which was yesterday morning the area that was matte black looked really really good and you know when you do a bit of painting just a touch up or something and then you realise like everything else looks really bad. So um so yeah I sprayed I had one like maybe half a tin of this um cheap enamel black paint, matte black. And so I sprayed as much as I could with that. Came up looking really good. I don't know if it's gonna last, but um for the, for the meantime, it's fine, and I'm going to go out today and buy some more of the exact same paint so I can do the rest of it and make it look complete. But yeah, so I mean, it didn't really rain yesterday, so I managed to do that and start the fuel line for um, a diesel heater that I'm installing. And uh, so today's a good day to, to finish that job. Do a... Um, do a quick trip to super cheap get the bits and pieces that I need but if I can make it home while there's still enough for this lovely afternoon going that'd be nice so welcome to one man one hammock episode something or other not sure five maybe six episode five I'm a barista I'm a part-time barista now I'm a musician singer songwriter you know honestly haven't written a lot of songs lately i I wrote one yesterday yeah i think i I wrote one yesterday morning actually so there you go i am i am look this is the thing i'm starting a lot of songs i've got hundreds of song starts and very little song finishes (laughs) So, I don't know what that makes me. But, what else do I do? I'm a father to four kids. Three boys and a girl. That's all you need to know about me at the moment. I'm in a hammock. Wearing my Archie's thongs. These thongs are brilliant. Gonna give a plug to Archie's. Do you have an aspect of your personality that you feel is a good thing but also is annoying? So an example of what I'm thinking of for me is that I'm a details guy. 
in so many different ways that is good and in so many different ways it's an absolute drag and I was thinking about this before because I've got to get a few extra bits and pieces for this diesel heater for the camper or as they're affectionately known cheap Chinese diesel heater and the amount of research I've done before buying it and then even since buying it, researching how to install it, researching all the things I need to um, upgrade just so that it works properly. And the, the amount of detail I've gone into and the reasons behind it is, is a common trait for me and it's, it's common across so many things. But this is just a... Uh, this is just a good example of it where the amount of time I've spent researching and reading and going down unwanted rabbit holes on Google and YouTube and forums that I never want to see again in my life it was voted the number one upgrade or at least in the top three upgrades that people had done to their Jayco Swan campers. <laughs> so, and to be fair, living in Melbourne, we do encounter some co- some cool weather, and I'm inclined to go camping whenever I get the chance. So we've spent many times just out camping, being cold, and I've just always thought, well, that's just that's part of the charm. But apparently, it doesn't have to be part of the charm. So anyway, so I've gone ahead and installed this um, heater, but I'm still doing the fuel lines and get that done and check that it all works. But the reason this is a good example of how I, I'm not going to say overthink things, but just the detail that I'll go into. I was thinking about this because the amount of times I've walked in and out of that garage today just to make sure I've got the things that I need so that when I'm at the shops I don't forget anything. I don't want to come back and not have the little connector or not have the hose clamps that I need. The reason I'm so concerned with details is predominantly because I don't want to run into problems down the track. So I want to be prepared for anything. I want to be prepared for any eventuality. And I'm especially this way when it comes to being out on the road. I don't want to be in a situation that I haven't thought about and that I'm not prepared for. This camping interest of mine or this hobby, whatever you want to call it, it really plays into that idea of mine or my predisposition, whatever you want to call it, of of going into every single detail to make sure that I'm I'm covered. And so in one aspect, you would think that's a really good thing, but for me, it can be such a drag as well. Because there are times where no amount of planning and preparation is going to 
prepare you for every situation. So there's a little bit of a, a false belief in all of that anyway. Um, even though there are all these sayings like poor planning or perfect planning prevents poor performance or I don't know. Oh, and I was never a scout, so this whole idea of be prepared, <laughs> I don't know where it's come from. Although I have a theory, I have a theory. It can be really annoying, this sort of compulsion to to cross the T's and dot the I's with, it, with everything because I don't want to be in a situation where I'm, where I haven't already foreseen that something happening. So the way I think about it is this is going to be used for one, maybe two weeks of the year. So you don't want it to not work at the time that you need it to work. The whole, the whole exercise is pointless. That's why I pour over every single detail. Birds are going nuts. Yeah, so I have a theory on why I can't help myself. Probably shouldn't say can't, because I'm sure I can help myself. But is it maybe awareness is the first step. I don't know. But I have a theory on why I like to be across all these details and be prepared for any circumstance, anything that might come up, and indeed be so prepared that hopefully I'll avoid any situation, unfavourable situation, um, so that there's no issue. Anyway, so I do know that because I... Um, but because I've been living with migraine for, for decades, there are many occasions during a year where I need to function while I'm having a migraine attack or when I don't realise I'm having a migraine attack because the pain hasn't kicked in. So that can happen sometimes for days leading up to one where I'm not operating on full, um, at full capacity, but I don't realise it. Um, so I can't think through things properly. And uh, anyway, and there are names for, for these um, states as well. Um, I, I, and I can't remember what they are. There's prodrome, although that might be after you've had the actual pain. Um, so the same thing happens at the tail end of having a, a migraine attack uh, where you can't... You just can't function properly, even though the pain's gone. And... 
Anyway, so, yeah, so there are occasions where, uh, you know, let's just say I'm out, let's, let's use this camping example. So I might be out camping and I've got to set up the campsite. You know, I need to have things, I feel that I need to have things all fairly well organised so that I can do that job, like the responsibility that I have to ensure that everything gets set up and that um, everybody gets fed, you know. And <laughs> I have failed at this a number of times, so it's like a, um, a continual work in progress but I think overall I've got it pretty much sorted but yeah the um I need everything to be fairly well organized so that when I'm at my least capable I can still do it um and it's it takes the least amount of effort so I just want things um I don't want to be baffled and confused, you know, because um, that's sort of the state that that I can that I'm easily in when I'm having a migraine attack. So yeah, that's so that's one reason, but and I guess that's probably fair enough. But the other possibility, and I don't know if this is anything. But we moved around a lot when I was a kid. Having to make new friends or having to sort of say goodbye to to friends and then make new friends um, got increasingly difficult. And... So I think being in those situations of feeling awkward, feeling vulnerable, feeling really, really self-conscious, not knowing if you'd be accepted, um, being left on the outer of friendship groups. So I went to, I think, seven different schools and certainly like the last high school I only went to two high schools. But the second one that I went to, it must just be um, something to do with the age, you know, 14-year-old kids. But very hard to break into the social groups. And I think, too, what happens is if you can't... Like, if it's not a level playing field, if you're not there from day one with everybody else, with everyone else... Um, then you're already on the back foot. And so what ha- happens is you you get thrust into these outlying sort of groups that you may not even really want to be a part of or that you didn't actually see yourself um, being a part of, you know. Or it's not that, because um, I ultimately did have some good friends, but it's more that you feel like you didn't, have the choice or the decision wasn't yours and maybe that happens all the time maybe that's just how it is um but yeah 
having to always deal with those sorts of emotions every couple of years. Um, and it wasn't just at school either. It was, um, it was everything, you know. Um, there was no, there was no real consistency, I, I suppose. And so maybe I have inadvertently, maybe I have subconsciously um, lived my life thus far in a way that minimises um, uncertainty and minimises the chance of having to experience those sorts of emotions again. There is a bee buzzing right next to my head. I don't know if you can hear that. You wouldn't you wouldn't think this, but this bee is trying it's either it's looking for pollen in the little tiny little flowers of parsley. So this parsley has gone to seed. And this bee is frantically going from flower to flower. They're barely even flowers. Anyway. I thought it was the sound of a fly trapped in a web above my head, but it was a bee. Maybe that's what I'm doing, you know, in, in terms of being detailed and being prepared and not wanting to be in a situation that is out of my control. No, it's, not, it's not even really being out of control. It's not wanting to be in a situation that causes stress, more stress. And I think we probably all feel like we've, We've all got enough stress to deal with in our lives. <laughs> and I just want to minimise mine. But I, I guess, yeah, the, the downside for me is that sometimes I'm paying too much attention to details and that, and it's actually affecting my my ability to to live in the moment and enjoy the moment. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I should stop doing it, really. I shouldn't do it so much. Or maybe I need to go, okay, certain things, sure. But these other things, you don't have to worry about it so much. Hmm. Well, that is enough from me. I appreciate you listening to me ramble. And hopefully it has been of some value to you. Even if that was just to help you not off to sleep. (laughs) And if that's the case, you're welcome. And I will talk to you next time.